They may have retired their party girl hats, but they are still popping the bubbles. Come listen in on two lifelong best friends having unfiltered conversations about life, love, and now their journey into motherhood with the crazy stuff that happens along the way. So go ahead and pour your favorite drink because it's time to pump and dump. Here's your favorite duo, Maggie and Julie. Welcome back, guys, to episode 10. We are so excited for this episode. Last week, we took a little hiatus because, let's be real, everyone needs a break every once in a while. But we took a breather. We're back up and rolling, and we are super pumped for this episode. Yeah, happy Thursday, people. Seriously, we're so excited to be recording this episode because we're getting to do it with our friend, Haley Harris. And those of you who are listening probably know her from season 12 of Married at First Sight, but we know her as our fun and adventurous friend that we've known since college. And today we're going to talk everything from the first night being married to a stranger, life post-show, and then Julie knows that one of my hobbies is reading through people's comments on Instagram, and I've got to address some of like the weird and rude comments you get, so thanks for joining us. This is going to be fun. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me, guys. What a fun night. I got here on two wheels after work, wine ready, ready to talk all the things. That's the way to go. We've got our, I've got my Prosecco ready. Julie's getting crazy with her LaCroix. What, what y'all? No one's going to be as crazy as me. (laughs) Wait, Julie, why didn't you put it in a wine glass? I'm disappointed. I wasn't thinking. So literally (laughs) five minutes before prepping for this call, I'm like drenched in sweat because I work ran over also for me. And I'm like, I'm going to be late. I need my water. So my husband, Reuben, you know, Reuben, he had to run. I'm trying to be all formal. He had to run down there, get my water, get my lipstick. I'm still like trying to curl my hair and it was a mess. So I should just go ahead and address that I'm recording with no pants right now. I was going to say, are you going to say? I didn't quite make it to the bottom half of my wardrobe, but you know what? No one can see me. It's a beauty. This all happened in 15 minutes. So I am proud. You look good. I'm rocking the 80 year old, um, grandma swoop today. So I actually love that. I want to know how to do that to myself, but I think, I don't know if my head's like, you can do it. I will lay down flat enough for that to happen. Or if I'll just look like a boy, I don't know. I can show you actually, somebody asked me to do a tutorial the other day. I'm like, no one cares enough for me to be (laughs) doing that and recording myself. I'll just send it to you. And it's essentially just as soon as you get out of the shower, slick your hair back lick 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 down the wispies oh I a lick, so I think it would just go so, oh, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well okay thank you for coming today I know you just said you like got home from work you were rushing but you were just in Mexico too so we were getting to live vicariously through you doing that yeah my body wanted to kill me but I'm back from Mexico <laughs> 10 days I- of alcohol intake no alcohol intake yes that great um, alcohol you can't go to Mexico and not have the alcohol were you yeah. there for 10 days? I was there for 10 days. So I was not supposed to be there that long, but you guys know how I am. I got FOMO because my, some of my friends were already down there. So I changed my flight to go earlier so that I could hang out with everyone. Cause I felt like I was missing out on the fun. So yeah, I ended up staying for, for 10 days, 10 days in Mexico. I think I could handle seven. Five. I'm at five. five. I'm at five. Yeah. yeah. 
I think it was, it was different because like I was with some people, like a different group right when I got there. And then like a lot more people were added to the group. And then like everyone was taken away from the group other than like three of us. So I think we were, I was able to chill a little bit more on like the, the back end, but your it, liver is probably jealous. saying thank you for being home. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, never mind, because you got your wine in your hand. So I take that back. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> when we were setting up this interview, you sent me your calendar, and I like thought that we had spread out. Like, okay, she gets home on this date. Let's not record until Monday. But we all were texting, and it was yesterday, y'all. I went out on Saturday for I don't know four hours or so, and I was even hungover yesterday I was like can we push the interview to Tuesday like I can't handle it so I can't imagine how you were feeling if I was hung over from four hours out when yeah, we rescheduled I was literally thinking did I not say yes. we were at the house I was like I bet she's still hung over <laughs> you did yes. well listen Julie knows that I'm hung over because I'm really silent the next day like Julie and I text a lot but like when you haven't heard from me in a while you know I'm I'm really struggling yeah yeah, whatever, whatever. All right. So first, I think before we get into our Q and A's, we've got some really good questions for you. We wanted to do something. We've never done this actually on an episode. We've never done our pump and dumps with the guest. So we're trying this out with you. You're one of our close friends. So we thought, why not? Julie, I think you should kick it off with your pumps and dumps of the week. I can't wait to hear this. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay, so my pump, I've kind of already addressed this right when we started the episode. I work from home. The beauty from working from home is clothing is optional. So half the day today, I have just been working pantsless, walking around with, you know, panties, and that's about it. Well, I mean, a shirt. I had a shirt, but I've just been letting it all out. I've been getting hot and sweaty. I need to breathe, like, in all areas that need to breathe, specifically, like, my thighs, so they have been airing out all day. That is, that is going to be my pump for the day. I have to say that that's like the opposite of when I, I was pregnant, the chafing, are you not experiencing severe chafe right now? Well, I'm walking bow-legged. So on okay. purpose, yeah, if they don't touch, you don't, it's fine. Yeah. I'm like, if, <laughs> if I don't feel them, they're not, they're physically not there. Um, okay. And I'm just going to dive right into my dump because I'm like, I've been wanting to share this with people and I'm a little bit nervous, but I guess today is the day I'm feeling really mm-hmm. comfortable. This, this liqueur is really getting into my head. So I'm feeling loosey goosey. Do it. All right. So about a week, uh, two weeks ago, we went to the beach and we went through this like super long stretch in between Georgia and Florida and there was no gas station in sight. And I just had that immediate feeling of I'm going to have diarrhea. And I like could not hold it for another 10 minutes, which is where the nearest gas station was. And it was to the point where like, I'm starting to sweat. I'm telling Ruben, like Ruben, I cannot, I cannot hold it. He's like, Julie, just relax. We got about five more miles. I'm like, no, you have to pull over right this second. So he pulls over on the interstate and I'm wearing a jumpsuit. So I have to strip ass naked with my, I mean, I have my sports bra, but I'm ass naked on the side of the highway and I'm having diarrhea on the pavement, just me next to a dead, a dead armadillo carcass. And it was, it was an experience. I must say, like, I'm just 18 wheelers are flying by and I'm just like casually having diarrhea on the interstate. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to lie. Ruben sent me a video. I don't know if you knew that you were being recorded 
I did but, it. Oh yeah. 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 He sent me a Snapchat. So the video is no longer out there. I was about to say, um, why haven't I seen this video? He hasn't he he saved it. Saved. He hasn't saved. It is. I, that is a memorable pregnancy moment. I will ask him to share that bucket list item right there. Like shit on the side of the road, shit on the highway, dead animal. And here's the worst part. I ran out of napkins. I only had one Mm -hmm. napkin in my car and it like, wasn't a clean experience. So I had to use our Chick-fil-A bag from breakfast, which is like four hours prior. So it's like nice and greasy. Oh my God. So (laughs) there's that. I had just shared this with the world. You are brave. I am a highway diarrhea. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Hey, now, you know, I always have napkins. You never know what's going to happen. Always. Here's what I've learned from that experience. I will always travel with a bucket when I'm going on a large long car ride. (laughs) You need a bucket and some wet wipes. For sure. Wet wipes, 100%. Julie, you should change your Instagram name to Highway Diarrhea 101. (laughs) All the tips. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm not the only highway shitter. I know there's others out there. Oh yeah. You got to think about the guys driving those long stretches. They're like, I got to go. And you, when you, when you have to go like that, there's like, there's nothing you can do. I kept thinking like, if an officer pulls over right now, would I get public indecency or would he give me the, like, would he give me the party of, okay, well she's shitting herself. Like what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to totally let you off. You're going to get a ticket for indecent exposure. (laughs) That's what I was was thinking. Like, I don't know. Bless it. So that, that's that. I'm going to end with that. It was really, that's a shitty day. That is a shit show. A literal dump. <laughs> that really was your dump. Okay. Um, I will jump in here and I'm going to say that my dump, so it's pride month. So me and a couple of my friends, we went out to this neighborhood and in Dallas, it's, it's deemed the gayborhood and it's awesome. And there are flags everywhere and just a super cool, fun, energetic vibe in this neighborhood. And so I go out with my friend. She's also a mom. Actually, our babies are like eight days apart. And then she has her friend in town who just moved from LA, very trendy, not a mom, super cool. Well, we strike up a conversation with our server and he was like, what's your story? Like, tell me about you girls. He was very interested in us. And he asked to ID them and not me. I was like, that's rude. And he was like, I mean, you don't look 21. I'm sorry, but like you look 25. And then we were like, oh, actually we're moms. And as soon as we said we were moms, he was like, Ugh. <laughs> like <laughs> he was not having any part of us. Like rude, so rude. <laughs> so then he ends up DMing the other friend we were with the non-mom. And he's like, if you want to hang out and like have some fun, then just, just, um, message me and you can ditch, you can ditch them in case they need to get home to their babies. And I told Sean and I'm like, Hey, we could have hung out. Like, just because we're moms, like we had a sitter and Sean was like until four, like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, well, he didn't know that he didn't know how long I had my sitter and what, so, so I just have to say my dump is when a gay man no longer even wants to hang out with you. You know that you are off the market, a straight up mom, and you are no longer cool. So you're <laughs> no, that's yeah, bad. So I it that was hurts. Yeah, it yeah. hurt. It hurt, and I know I was like, I think they're like, I think the our friend and then him are going to get together. So hey, well, I guess the good thing that comes <laughs> from that is 
he he commented that you look 25. He did. He yeah. did think I looked 25. That was really nice. Um, yeah, I want to go back. I, you know what? I think it's because I offended him. He asked me, he was like, what do y'all think of my outfit? And he was wearing like kind of the 70s basketball shorts, like the really short shorts with a zip up sweatshirt jacket with cut off sleeves and a chain. And so I, he was like, what do you think of my outfit? I'm like, oh, I mean, is that, is that not your uniform here? Oh, no. He was like, no, I picked this out. And I'm like, well, oh, no. it looks hideous. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you so, were yeah. already on his bad, bad side. I was on his bad side. Um, but super fun going out. That neighborhood is like so much fun. You cannot be in a bad mood and go there. Like everyone is just happy, loving each other. It's amazing. Um, my pump is just like, this just makes me sound old actually. It's, we have been out of town like three weekends in a row. It felt like, it feels like, and I am very much one that like gets home, unpacks, puts my stuff away. Well, we haven't like, and Haley, I feel like you could be, I, I want to know, like when you go home from a trip, do you undo the suitcase, do the laundry? Honestly, I don't want to show you the rest of my office right now because it is <laughs> really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. It like, I live out of a suitcase and yeah. so when I come home, I try to do my laundry, fold it, put away. I do the laundry, but it goes to the sofa in my office. And so then I just repack from there. Right. Have a genius home where I can sleep. So. Yeah. Well, I definitely felt like a nomad th- these past couple of weeks, living out of one suitcase, switching to the, from the bigger to the smaller. Anyways, it's been like three weeks that we've had a suitcase out from all these different trips. So like tiny victories, this is my pump. We finally unpacked our suitcases three weeks later. And it was just like causing me a little anxiety of like, why is, why is our bathing suit out from the beach three weeks ago? So I'm feeling whole again, back to normal Zen. Our house is clean. That's a good one. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. That's good because uh, I'm not going to lie. I've been back in Atlanta since Saturday and I still have two suitcases in my car. Didn't even make it in the car. I am an All right. unpacker. I unpack literally the day we get home. But I really do. It's just like you guys, like he'll let it sit for like two weeks and it's done. Yeah, it it stresses like, me out. Like there's more right, Haley. in your bag. Let's get it out. Especially, yeah, actually, especially like we had wet bathing suits and I'm like, get the, get these out. Oh yeah, that's gotta go. I, know, I, I that. that. Okay. That okay. Okay. Yeah, here we go. All right, I'm excited uh, to hear yours. Okay. Well, I think my pump, um, cause I thought long and hard about this and I'm, I wanted something like, I mean, I feel like this is still really exciting. So, um, Clara and I, one of the, the girls from the show, we have been talking about how we wanted to go to Italy for like, since we met, cause she loves Italy. I love Italy. We're like, Oh, let's like plan this trip to Italy. So this week we started, planning our trip to the Amalfi coast and like oh my god we're gonna do so I'm I'm just because it's so fresh like I'm really excited about that right now that's Um, amazing when are you guys going um end of August oh like soon so I'm gonna postpone my my pregnancy and I'm gonna be extending my pregnancy birthing time in the Amalfi coast (laughs) yeah let's go yeah (laughs) we're coming sorry no 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 we all come on bring it we so is it it's just you two um no we we've invited the other girls from the show as well I'm not sure who's like confirmed like we're the only two that are 100% confirmed yeah now, but yeah no we invited other people to come we're just like let's do it I I'm also not the kind of 
I don't plan trips like a year in advance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I plan trips like a week in advance. Or <laughs> I mean, if, we're, if I'm feeling lucky, like, so my 30th birthday is coming up in December. Like that's probably the most far out I've ever planned a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is awesome. I feel like watching you throughout like post-college is when like you're traveling or at least I guess. So I met you senior at college mm-hmm. that like just watching you everywhere. I'm like, how, how does she do it? Like you have the travel bug and you just go and do it. And it's very admirable. You've seen how many countries have you been to? Oh, uh, I think I just, I counted up when I was with my, some of my friends recently, actually, I think it was like 28 maybe 26 28 yeah I've literally been to two (laughs) same Same. oh my gosh 28 countries at 29 years old that's incredible well you guys remember when uh me Stephanie and Caroline went on the the backpacking trip yes that really like knocked off quite a few places just to you know true True. That's what really I, I feel like, I feel like Stephanie invited me on that trip, like right before y'all left and I had already accepted this job. I'm like, and now looking back, I don't even work for that same I'm company. Not. I'm not in event planning anymore. I'm like, why didn't I do that? You, you missed out. Oh my gosh. Trip and a good weight gain that trip. I remember y'all talking about the 20 <laughs> pounds, man. We all, we gained like 20 pounds each. I'm like, we were walking every day that we had six meals a day. That, so 20 pounds in how many weeks? Uh, we were there for two months. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. All right. A month. <laughs> a month. Track, so we're good. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. But we weren't pregnant, Julie. So that's the problem. True. We were <laughs> yeah, that, for one. That is surprising with how much, wa- I mean, cause like you are constantly walking, like, especially in Europe. Like, I feel like you're always on your feet. So that's, that's impressive. That's blessed. Yeah. I mean, All right, let's hear the dump. I'm All right, the dump. I have to brace myself for this one because I'm excited a lot. Uh, so you guys know, you know, I'm sure you've heard the saying, like when you go to Mexico, don't drink the water. Don't yes. do it. it. It just messes you up. Right. Well, I don't know when I drank the water, if it was just like brushing my teeth or I'm not sure, but that's some stomach problems. You know what I mean? Right. right, so, right. <laughs> I, literally had a sex in the city moment where I was like thought I had a little you know whatever diarrhea myself a little bit had to run straight <laughs> oh, to the oh my god I was like oh my this has never happened to me before how do I react to this like what do I do I tell anyone and like because I was um I was sharing a room with two other people so I just like uh, you know ran to the shower got in the shower like bathed everything whatever didn't say a word. Nobody picked up on this. And then two nights later, I was like, guys, I have to admit like what I did. I have to tell myself. <laughs> I, I would feel like I would have to tell myself too. Okay. First question is, so where were you when the incident happened? I was in the hotel room. Okay. And okay. All right. Like, it's like, a, you know, walking around a little bit and it, you know, it just like hit. And I was like, Oh, can't, you I mean, can't, you can't hold it. You can't, you can't. I was like, I was sweating. I was trying and just it just happened. Yeah. For you to be in the hotel room and not even make it like not to even make wow. maybe 10 steps from the toilet. And it just still, nope. <laughs> okay. I've wow. always, I have always heard that saying, but I always thought it was just a saying, but no, no, mm-hmm. it's okay. very true. I have yeah. steel. I feel like I can eat just about anything in it. I'm fine. No. This- okay. So I've only been to Mexico once, but we were, we would brush our teeth with a water bottle. What, what would you do? 
I would, you know, go rogue. And I, okay. All right. All right. All right. You're asking for it. Yeah. You know, if you run out of the bottle, because you know, when you're a little hungover, you're thirsty, you want to drink the bottle of water. And then when you're brushing your teeth the next morning, you're like, Oh no. Yeah. I mean, it is one of those things. If you have like a a split second of not thinking about it, like even the Charlotte in sex and city opens your mouth in the shower. Like I do that. Mm -hmm. And man, lesson, lesson learned. Yeah. Lesson learned. <laughs> no, I will bring like gallons of water with me to my next trip in Mexico and just, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. Well, you're the hotel shitter. I'm the highway shitter. Maggie, we need one for you. And we'll just have, we'll just have a good old Instagram. We'll make our own Instagram. The lady. I'm sure I could think of one. I mean, I, I do love that dump this episode was a literal term. Dump. Yeah. <laughs> so Thanks for sharing. Um, I love doing this with our guests. We're going to have to continue this, Julie. But uh, I think we should get into our questions. Okay. So we have to start from the beginning. Tell me about audition process. What made you say yes? Like how, how did this all come about? Because it's crazy. We know somebody who was on a reality TV show. How did this happen? Yeah. I mean, it was extremely intense. Um, I can say that. And yeah, I found out about it and, you know, was put into the audition process. Mm -hmm. Um, the first round is just like a a zoom. Uh, it's one hour zoom with a producer. They're just kind of like getting to know you, asking you questions, like, where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? Just kind of like seeing how your personality is. Um, so I had that first. And then once that was done, they sent me a link for a five hundred question survey and this is this is not a you know they're not all like choose one it's like you have to like sit down and write intense answers whoa I mean everything that you would ever want a husband from like height kind of hair eye color personality interest Mm -hmm. what they do for work finances I mean like they cover everything I mean up until the point of like what do you, how do you want them to have a relationship with their family? And then they go into, well, how's your relationship with your family? So you have to answer in depth, like, how's your relationship with your mom? How's your relationship with your dad? Like, what about your friends? Like all this stuff. I mean, it was insane. It was so intense. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, it was a lot. And then, um, we had to do background checks, uh, psych evaluations, And then we were supposed to do uh, an in-person workshop where we would actually get to meet the experts one-on-one, but because of COVID, we didn't get to do that. Uh Um, Everything went virtual. So I spent maybe 30 minutes or so um, with each expert with them like getting to know me a little bit more. And then after that, Pastor it's like, you don't expect your, like the whole process, my mindset was, I'm never going to get picked for this. Yeah this like there's no way they're moving me to the next one and then you get to the next one and the next thing you know you're at the end and that's when you know or pastor cal came to my house first to do like a house visit and then dr viviana was the one who told me that i'd been matched and it's just like you have an idea because it's getting closer and closer and closer to uh-huh. the time but it's just still so mind-blowing right um, and does how- pastor cal live in atlanta too he does yeah okay all right so that is that why he came to your house i guess i mean they split it up i think but yeah okay he went to like more than Vivian. I don't know if Pepper went to any or not. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. I think it's just like more convenient for him. To come yeah. Out. Yeah. God, that's so incredible. Basically they want to know everything down to your like DNA. 
Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They want to know it all. So quick question. Did you, I mean, there was a 10 year age difference. Did you say like age was, I I mean, I'll say my husband and I are 10 years apart. Some people are not on board with that. Were you like surprised that he was 40 or 39? I don't know how old he was. Uh, yeah, I was definitely surprised that he was that much older than me. I think when I went through the process, I said my max was like 34 or 35. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, so that was a little surprise. Yeah. It was a surprise. And like, I think my thought process behind it is not that I have a problem with a 10 year age difference. That's not the thing. Cause I've talked to guys that are 10 years old before it's the, it being a blind process and somebody being 10 years older yes. is the issue. Right. Like, yeah. Cause that 10 year age difference. Like I remember that, that, that those were like intense conversations Sean and I had in the mm-hmm. beginning, you yeah. didn't get the chance to have those conversations. Like we made a decision together that 10 years apart, it is a lot and right. let's work through it together. You were just like, well, here, here it is. Right. But I will say with you and Sean, I don't feel, I'm, I always tell you this, like, I just don't feel like Sean's 10 years older. Like, you know what I mean? He just, he come, he hangs. Like, convinced he's lying to all of us. <laughs> I think he's 10 years older. I know. I think he's 33. That's what I'll tell myself. It's a good age. <laughs> okay. So when you did, when you found out that you were going to be married at first sight, what was your mom's honest reaction when you told her? Was she like, oh, I'm not surprised. Or was she like a little shocked, nervous? So when I first told my mom that, I, I mean, sorry, like I always get really nervous telling my mom when I do not dumb things, but like just shocking things. Uh-huh. I never know what her reaction is going to be. Like it could be good. It could be bad. Yeah. And I usually have to have a friend around so that like, she won't go too, you know, too crazy on me. <laughs> That's so when I, yeah. So I, uh, my best friend line that you guys saw on the show, um, and Julie, you met her, but she was, we were all at her, my mom was in town. And so we were having brunch at her house. Uh, and Lauren's like, we're telling her today that you're in the process at all. Yeah. That you're, you, that you're even thinking about this process. We have to tell her because I'd already, go, I've already gone through like a few interviews at this point. And so we tell her. And she, I swear she didn't speak for like an hour. And then we had to drive back to Birmingham that day. And she was like almost silent in the car for like the two hours. Was it just you and your mom in the car together? Just me and my mom in the car. Oh my God. And she's never silent. And I could see her like furiously texting. And I was like, you're texting your best friends about this. I know you are. I know what you're doing. And she was like, I don't know what else to do right now. Like, I don't know what else to say. She was completely shocked. But then like the more of my family members that I told they were shocked, but then they're like, oh, we're not really that surprised because you do crazy stuff all the time. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like of all of our friends, like you were the one that, I mean, I wasn't shocked when I found out you were doing Married at First Sight. I was like, yeah. that's so Haley to like go on something so spontaneous. Spontaneous. I was going to say, what's like the word when people, not impulsive, but like, I think you're spontaneous in like this most carefree, awesome way, like booking a trip to another country, you know, 10 days prior that a lot of us would be like, I'm not going to do that. All right. I'm trying to give you a compliment. No, I it's, it's, it's very, it's very cool to have a friend like that. Cause like there are people, you know, I would have to think very deliberately. I think about this decision. It's awesome that you did that. Yeah. I'm more of a pull the trigger and think about it later, which yeah. sometimes works out and sometimes yeah. so much. <laughs> Well, were they super supportive when you told them like you'd like them to be part of the filming or 
Yeah, no, they were fine with that. They didn't have an issue uh, with the filming process. Um, My brother, he, I think he and my stepdad were the most reserved. My stepdad, he was really like, I don't want you to do this. Like, I really don't think this is a a good idea. He was like, I'm going to support you in whatever you do. Like, I want you to be happy. Like, I want you to do what you want, but I just also want you to know that I don't want you to do this. Yeah. But he, you know, he pulled through and, you know, he was there for me too, but they were all with the filming stuff. Like they didn't necessarily want to, and it made my mom like especially nervous, but they were fine. Well, he was very supportive when he was about to walk me down the aisle with having that liquor. Was it tequila? No, it was bourbon. Oh, oh my bourbon. God. <laughs> hey, hit the ground running. He's like, doors right, right there. Need this, calm these nerves. Um, but you look freaking stunning as a bride. Did it feel real? Like it was a real wedding day, having your bridesmaids there getting ready. Like you're about to get married or was it more I, about, like, well, I'm on a show? Well, thank you. First of all, but, um, no, it did not feel like a real wedding to me at all. I mean, I woke up, there's a camera crew here, you yeah. know, and I, because of COVID too, I could only have 13 people at the wedding. Like that's not, yeah, we family. noticed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I can only have 13 people and that's not even like, yeah, totally my family member. So I had to cut it down to immediate family. I could, mm-hmm. I didn't bring my grandfather's because I was like, Aww. I, well, I knew that they probably wouldn't want to be on TV and they don't want to be, they would be uncomfortable being filmed or whatever. Yeah. But I knew my grandmother's would have disowned me if I, you know, didn't let them come. So yeah, it got, things got a little intense. I got really stressed out about who I was inviting and who, yeah. you know, cause there were so many people that I wanted to be there. And then, you know, I could only have three people with me on the bus to the venue. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got to the venue, like in the room, my mom came up, um, but I ended up breaking some of the rules. Cause I just let people come up there with me. And then all like, they got so mad. They're like, it's COVID. Like you can't have that many people up here. I'm like I'm getting married today. Yeah. And I don't know this guy, please let me have my friends up here. No, absolutely. So I've never seen a season. I've watched a couple episodes here and there. So non COVID related seasons. Can you have as many people as you want at the wedding? Um, I think it's 25, so it's not a lot better, but dang, that would help me out so much, you know, yeah. like th- those like few more people, it would have been right. so much better. Um, but yeah, I mean like getting my make, I-, I was also, you know, we had, had a big party the night before. And so it was just like, I think I, I woke up the next morning and t- when I got to the venue, it's like my face went white, my eyes yeah. got huge. And I was like, oh no, I- uh-huh. this is probably- I have to do this. Yeah, That's like, else. I have to do this. I mean, and- I can't imagine how you felt because both Julie and I, and I don't think I'm sharing a secret here, but both Julie and I were very anxious on our own wedding days, marrying these men who we had known. And even I was like, I had a panic attack slipping on my dress. Like I had to get all my bridesmaids out of the room, had to be like, I need water. Oh my God. Like, so I can't imagine. And, and you know what my mom told me? She was like, you're just going to see Sean. But like, you didn't have that to say, you're just going to see this guy you have this relationship with. It's like, you're literally going to see someone you've never seen before and you're going to marry him. Yeah. And then, I mean, as soon as I put my dress on, I had to do an interview and I'm just like, I remember telling my producers, like, I can't speak words, like words. (laughs) I can't speak sentence. They were asking me questions and I was like, I can't, my brain cannot form a sentence right now. Like I, I can't do this. <laughs> I was losing my mind. Um, but then there are all the other factors too. It's like, I obviously walking down the aisle, I was freaking out and then yeah. saying the vows. It's like, 
even when you're picking out different parts of your wedding and you're writing vows to a stranger, you're picking out music and you're like, I don't know this person. So we've given an option of like, I think five songs that we wanted to be played at the wedding. Well, I, I'm like, oh, I don't want it to be like cheesy. And I love you because it's a stranger. Like, yeah, songs. Yeah. I know that one of the five was supposed to be a first dance song. Okay. So (laughs) it's something that people don't know and why it looks so awkward on the show is because our first dance was to, um, I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. The producers that missed out on a, on a great moment right there with putting, putting a background music to that, that should have been the raw unedited. I want to dance with somebody. Oh my God. (laughs) That's hilarious. So knowing that now, yeah, Yeah. I got to go watch back the first dance. Are you going to keep your dress as memorabilia or is that thing gone? You burned it. Um, I don't even know where it is. right now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think, so my cousin, um, he and his girlfriend are going to like probably get engaged and get married in the next like, couple of years. My aunt was like, oh my gosh, she should wear your dress. I was like, maybe like th- there's some bad juju around that. Maybe yeah. we just get rid of it. Just move yeah. on. Yeah. Next cut, like a piece <laughs> and then the rest. This just discard it. It was you know, oh my god, I love that dress. It was Thank so you. pretty. You know what's so sad, and it honestly kills me every time I think about it. But my mom is always goes out of her way to make everything super special. Like she will just add like a touch of something to make it special. And so she took my dress from my house without me knowing. Um, my my great grandparents passed away um over a year ago now, and she like my my great grandmother always like she's like before I die, you have to get married before you, before I die. And it it was like three months before she uh, she passed away three months before or four months before the wedding or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, my mom got a a handwritten card from then and took a piece of blue fabric, had it screen printed on there and sewed into my dress for the wedding. Okay. So that part, you've got to get out of the dress. I know that's incredible. Oh my gosh. So sweet. That is so sweet. I'm like, how do you would have lost it? Yeah. You can like cut that out and like in your future daughter's wedding dress, like have that. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's sweet. sweet. That's really sweet. sweet. Okay. So like talking about the wedding day, obviously awkward, obviously not normal, not a normal feeling, but what is it like waking up? So you have this party and then you go to sleep with a stranger. So what is like the, what is the feeling of waking up that next morning of you look over and there's a stranger? And he's your husband. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I woke up and my oh shit button went into play. I was like, what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> is this like is this for real? You know, it, and it's it was so late when we were done with everything that night. I think it was like 1 30 or like two o'clock in the morning or something when we finished. Okay. And I had to be up at like I think nine the next morning. And so I was, you know, tired, I was exhausted, and I look over, I'm like, it, I, I got to take a shower. I need to like, I need to yeah. get a, get, I need to take a 45 minute shower to just think about this. Right. <laughs> alone. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, it's one night stand where you like wake up and can sneak out. It's like, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, I am, I am here. I'm in it. I'm I mean, in it. And I would say, even if we had a couple of your other friends from the show who are now in successful relationships, I would imagine that's the feeling that all the girls felt that all the guys felt like, right. 
because it's a process like you you're supposed to get to know them over those couple of, or eight weeks but that first night I would imagine that everybody's gut reaction was oh shit yeah yeah well because it's like okay it's such a it's a confusing thing because and and I I'm a more realistic person in this kind of sense where I'm like okay you're a stranger still how do how am I supposed to act and then there's the whole other side was like okay you're a stranger but you're technically my husband Uh, yeah what's where's the line here like what's the like what's acceptable what's not acceptable right I guess you just have to go off like what you're comfortable with but it's it's just it's a lot he wanted more hugs he wanted more hugs what like how are the bed scenes though with crew there is that just awkward like because you're that's like when you're in bed you're like you're most vulnerable like all you're trying to do is relax like y'all I mean that could be your time to like really get to know each other but you have a camera at the end of your bed right yeah yeah no I mean you don't only have it you have two cameras two camera operators two producers the audio like there are so many people in this room with you and so that's like I I'm not about like PDA you know what I mean I don't like to be like all over somebody in front of somebody else Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that was uncomfortable super uncomfortable for me because it's like okay I don't want to cuddle up in bed with you with all the people around like it's just uncomfortable you know it's just like all right and you vocalize that for sure Yeah. I was like, night, turn off the light. Can we end I this? feel like even, even like sometimes when I know I'm being recorded, I feel like I can't be genuine. Like I'm yeah. I'm I'm on per se. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. My buttons are on. I'm not like in my I'm not being very genuine, very ingenuine because I know I'm being recorded. Right. I have to put on this persona of like who I should be. I don't know. Yeah. Like no, yeah, I, no. I feel like that'd be so awkward. It is. And I, I will say probably like the first like few episodes I was feeling that same way yeah it, it took a it took a while for me to really warm up and get used to because like you get to know your the people that you're filming with so it's yeah. not right. comfortable anymore and so you can be yourself a little bit more mm-hmm. but I was I was the same way I was like I feel like I was frozen I was just yeah. like what what can I say what am I supposed to say and then there's this thing in the back of your mind it's like you know, all these people are, that know you, your family's watching, people that are like extended friends and extended family that are watching, and they're all going to have an opinion. So it's just mm. all my of my husband's boss watches, by the way. Right? See what I mean? There's always a connection. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like all these things are going through your head. And then you're also having to like try and process the relationship at the same time. And it is right. It was the most overwhelming, stressful thing I've ever done. Okay. So I want to go off that. Did you ever feel like, was there ever a point where Jake switched from a stranger to, I, I actually feel like I know him. He's a friend. And then on top of that, did he ever feel like your husband? So I will say like it flipped from stranger, not, not that I like knew him, knew him, but stranger to like, I'm a little bit more comfortable with you really when we got to the honeymoon, because we had a couple of days where, and, and we're with each other 24 seven. There's no, and so that's kind of what happened to me. That's when I had a panic attack on the honeymoon when I was like, we've been together for all of these days for like 24 seven. We haven't left each other's side. I'm freaking out. Yeah, I need a minute to myself. And it's just like, you know, it's hard to vocalize that because he's still a stranger and you're (laughs) like, how do I tell you? I need a break from you right now. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it was just so hard. And 
then, you know, you guys saw like things kind of got heated when we got back for really started during the honeymoon and, and went into like, when before we got that back. flight back. Yeah. The flight back was or before the flight back was pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, and it was just, and was, was that just you saying like, I, I just need it. I need a minute to myself to collect myself and take a break from you. Yeah. I was just like, look, something's missing for me right now. And I know that wasn't the, the right choice of words at the moment because I just love yeah. question marks for him, but that's how I was feeling. And I needed a minute to step back mm-hmm. to, to real, like to think what was missing. Mm-hmm. And I just, I didn't communicate that the best. And I, I feel bad about that, but right. I change it now. And I, you know, tried to apologize, but it's just, nobody knows how they're going to react to something until they get in it, you know? Yeah, so sure. it's just, it, it, it was so much. Um, but I feel like once we got back from the honeymoon, things were heated and then we tried to get past it. And then it just never, we never really got to that point. So I would say I got to know him as a person, maybe in the, the first couple of weeks where we were trying, like I was bringing him to hang, you know, hang out with my friends, trying to do outings. We were going to dinners with um, Eric and Virginia. I, mm-hmm. I, I feel most comfortable in a group setting yeah. at first. Yeah. Like, I'm not great at dating, like the one-on-one environment. Like I much prefer to be in a group environment and I feel like I'm more comfortable yeah. and I can show myself a little bit more. Um, so that's kind of what I was trying to do is like pull him into that. And he did, he saw it as me, uh, not wanting to spend time with him one-on-one. And then we just, mm. at the end of the day, we just did not like see anything the same. Right. Like oh, it, well, we're going to get into this like in a little bit, but I also want to say the, the stuff that you get on social media, I think if people are, are honest with themselves and put like, put themselves in your situation of it's uncomfortable. And in reality, we weren't a great fit. So some of like the negative feedback, I think you've gotten of, she wasn't trying, she didn't do this. It's like, if people truly could step away from their keyboards, I think, and could put themselves in your situation, that's a hard situation that you were in. Like you had other people who were having a different situation that you were. Right. And y'all just, y'all just didn't connect at the end of the day. Y'all were not connecting. You're, you're not the two people who were meant to be together. Right. No, I agree. And I think that like, once, you know, in my head, I'm like, in the beginning, like we're married, like I'm supposed to be, you know, we're supposed to hold hands, which I hate holding hands, but we're supposed to hold (laughs) hands and we're supposed to like, you know, be touchy and like all this stuff. And I should have been, I shouldn't have been that way up front. I think like giving more physical in the beginning um, and then taking it away is what really frustrated and upset him. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, because when I took it away is when I started feeling uncomfortable because I wasn't having an emotional connection. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'm like, well, f- it, it was just, it was messy. <laughs> yeah. And you never really filled that void after, after the honeymoon. Was it hard seeing like your f- other friends having a successful relationship, knowing that yours wasn't going that same route? No, um, it, it really wasn't just because okay. I knew we were all experiencing something completely different. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it was so intense with what like I was having to deal with, mm-hmm. with, you know, we were filming five days a week for, you know, hours and hours and hours. And I was having to have these conversations and uh, with Jake and trying to figure out where we're, how this is, how we're going to continue mm-hmm. when we keep going back. Yeah. And then, you know, it, it, it was just such an intense situation. All I could focus on was me and on, and making it from day to day. Yeah. Like I didn't even have time to think about 
what other people had or didn't have. I was just trying to make it to the end. I think any normal person in your situation would have handled it that same, that exact same way. I know me for sure. I mean, I, we're two very different people. I'm, I would have had 300 panic attacks, not just one on the honeymoon. So like kudos to you for just blasting through one. Um, and I think like any normal person would have handled it that same way. You're, you're getting thrown tons of pressure and, you know, I need to fill this void as a wife, but also like, we're still getting to know each other. So there's just like that it's just that weird boundary and like mm-hmm. how do you balance that out? So yeah. I yeah. think you handled it with grace. Well, thank you. I, <laughs> I, I was like, I, I did what I could to yeah. make it through. And like I said, I know I made mistakes and, and reflecting back on everything I could have handled. You know, I could have been more clear in how I was feeling, but just in the moment, it's like, I don't even know how I'm feeling. And then yeah. I, and because we were filming so much, I didn't even have time to process how I was feeling. So right until it was too late. And then it's just, you know, blows up. Well, well, you know, watching, watching the season back, there were definitely some sweet moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you mentioned, you guys were filming all of the time with camera crews in there. And when it came down to it, you two were not meant to be. So as far as decision day, did y'all have a private moment? Were you able to say, Hey, um, we, we do walking into decision day. Did you both know what you wanted to do and had you agreed on it prior? Um, I will say walking into decision day, we both 100% knew what we were going to do. There was no question about that. Like no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Um, we had a brief conversation. I wouldn't say it was like super direct, but we had like a 40 minute car ride where we kind of touched on a couple of things and we knew where it was heading. Like, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say that we had like a definitive, this is ending right now, but we knew what, what was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So you've had a lot of people call you names on social media, but even talking about your relationship with Dr. Pepper, he called you cold. So in reality, when it came down to you two not being right for each other, have you been able to give your honest feedback of your experience with the matchmakers of like how you felt throughout that time? Um, yes and no. So I'm, I've talked to Pastor Cal some about, and I've just really, I've, you know, I've told him my frustrations and I'm like, Hey, you know, you guys gave me kind of the opposite of everything that I told you I was looking for. Yeah. And there were these situations that made me uncomfortable and I acted this way because of this. Um, so I was, I was able to have a little bit more of a candid conversation with him when we were filming some of the unfiltered stuff, but I haven't seen, you know, Dr. Pepper and I really haven't, like, she is probably the expert that I've talked to the least. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that may be why she doesn't, I don't want to say see my side because it, mm-hmm. it should be She side. just doesn't know you. So she saw what we were seeing and mm-hmm. I feel like we knew you. So mm-hmm. why didn't, I didn't ever look and think you were cold. Right. So, I, yeah. And I think that's like, I, I've just spent the least amount of time with her. So I just think she yeah. doesn't, doesn't really know me that well. Um, and, you know, who knows? everything that she actually knows of what happened yeah 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 so have you guys all remained close after filming has stopped you and the girls even the guys even have you all remained like a pretty close-knit group yeah yeah um so I you know I talk to the girls just about every day and then I try to see them when I'm in Atlanta so yeah no I've, I've created some really good friendships out of it um and, and you're going to Italy and we're yeah. going to Italy so that's been the definitely the best part of the experience for me 
the girls filming, like even y'all sitting in that room, um, on the reunion, y'all seem like you had a good relationship, but the guys seem like they have a good relationship too. Um, so is it anything that like, and I'm going to sound really weird. And if Clara and Ryan are listening right now, they're gonna be like, what the heck? Um, I follow them now and I feel like I know the cast. So like he, he I think he just had his birthday. Yes. Um, you're at a birthday party. So for embarrassing y'all. I'm like a weirdo on social media. <laughs> um, was Jake at the birthday party? Jake was at the birthday party. Um, I got there first though. And I'm not going to lie. I ripped a tequila shot before he came. Cause I was like, man, we haven't seen each other right. since the reunion, I guess. Yes. Um, and, but we don't speak. We don't, I mean, there's, we don't really have anything else to say. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know what, Sean and I, when we were watching, I was like, I hope that at one point they can get to, you know, with, you know, I know Ryan and Claire are having their vow reunion. There's going to be things that y'all like run into each other. I hope at one point y'all can get into this, like, Hey, we went through this really weird, crazy experience together that only you and me know the yeah. true ends of it. Hopefully one day I'll be like, Thanks for the memories. We don't have to ever plan to see each other. If we run into each other, we can give it a quick nod and thanks for your time. Is it awkward though when you do see him or is it just kind of like, it, it is what it is. It, it is what it is. Like I, for me anyway, I just, I don't want to make it uncomfortable for anyone else that's there. So like, am I going to go out of my way to, Hey, how are you? What's going on? How have you been? No, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm also, I'm not going to be like, side-eyeing from the corner either so right. I, just, I don't we just it, it's still so fresh so like like we just don't have anything to say to each other and we're I don't I don't want to make it uncomfortable for anyone but we'll just we'll still be in our own lane well, you're <laughs> yeah place. yeah we know you've gotten a lot of backlash on social media so what's something that you wish the viewers knew about you that wasn't portrayed on the television show I feel like my personality didn't really come out mm -hmm. like it you know like you guys know how I am like I just I I don't really feel like me as a whole was shown so I just wish it could I that my like more fun side and more mm -hmm. like like just like spontaneous side and just like laid back because I'm usually pretty laid back like I wish all of that would have been shown and I just don't feel like it was yeah you're very carefree go with the flow yeah. It was like sometimes portrayed the opposite. Yeah. You know, like I'm really not that uptight. I promise. But I mean, I can't like, well, I'm going to go back again and again to the fact that you were just matched with the wrong person. And I think mm -hmm. that's it. So mm -hmm. I think the most carefree, awesome, whatever person, if they're stuck in a room with somebody who is a polar opposite yeah, and you feel stressed in that situation, you're not going to be your normal self. You're going to be a little more reserved and just closed off, maybe a little yeah. more hermiting, um, rose up. And I think that, I mean, yeah. we just, we really brought out the worst in each other. I yeah. mean, it was at the end, especially like it was just not good. For you. you know what it probably was. And I'll just have to say this at the very beginning of the show, he said that he was attracted to girls with bigger noses and Haley, you've got a very normal, cute <laughs> nose. So I, you know, I didn't see his, any of that until filming, but he told me when we, I should have told you guys this when we first woke up, I forgot. So the next morning when we woke up and we like ordered breakfast and we we're talking, he's like, so there's something I have to tell you. I'm like, what? Oh, and I'm like, uh-oh, here we go. 
what's, you know, stranger danger, what's about to happen here. And he's like, so I said in the beginning that I was like, I wanted a girl with a big nose. I was like, interesting. <laughs> I like show my profile. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I, what? He's like, yeah, you know, I just, you know, I don't know if it was, if, if it's me because I have a big nose, but I, for, you know, prefer girls with a big nose. He's like, but you know, I don't think that you have a big nose. He was like, you know, backtracking. Like, I don't think you have a big nose. And like, I am attracted to you, but just, I just wanted you to know that that's, that's what I said. So then my very first meeting with Pastor Cal, when it was just one-on-one with the two of us, the first question I asked him, I said, I have a bone to pick with you, buddy. He's like, I was like, do you think I have a big nose? He's like, what? I was like, oh. do you think I have a big nose? He's like, he told you that? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, he did. <laughs> I wonder if he put it on his application. Like, I bet, if he said it in like that sidebar interview, I bet he put that in his application necessities well you don't giant big, nose. big noses are beautiful yeah you don't, you don't want one <laughs> big I, mean, I just you know people it, it's just a, it was an interesting thing to say i'm looking for her to well, you could have said a thousand other things <laughs> you, I mean, but so he said big nose my thing was like i am really attracted to like guys with big personalities i'm like literally in my interview i said i'm usually attracted to the guy at the party that's like telling a story and you can hear him telling the story from like the other room. Yeah. Like that's the guy that I'm just like, what? Like crazy. Like, that's what I said I was attracted to. And that, those are the things I was looking for. So when he was like, yeah, I said, I wanted a girl with a big nose. I was like, wow, we just had very different interview processes. (laughs) Oh my God. A girl who has the big sniffer, who sniffed (laughs) out the food in the pantry. I've never heard. I sniff out the food in the pantry, but (laughs) Well, listen, the, the one thing that like, I, I wanted to talk about, and I know I have this weird thing that I read through comments and I, we've talked about it a little bit, but when you see those weird comments, one, I know you delete them. So people who are commenting on them are, or they're wasting their time. Um, have you really been able to ignore them and like stay in like this happy state and just say, these are weird trolls on the, on, on Instagram who have no idea. Now, yes. Um, but I will say the first, cause in, you know, in the beginning of the show, everyone just kind of has, they're like, Oh, like she's like this or, Oh, she's like that. Like they don't really. And then the, the whole girl's night thing happened and nobody knew my side of the story really until the end of the show. Yeah. And so because that was left on a cliffhanger, it went from, Oh, she's okay. To she's the worst person on this planet. And I've never experience like you know I've I've never I don't have problems with people I don't I don't get into fights there are not like many people that that I don't get along with and so then you start you know scrolling like reading what these people are saying and it hit me so hard I it I was having a really bad time with it um just really for a couple days just to like process because you you sign up for the show and you know that people are going to see it, but you really don't, there's no way to prepare yourself for the backlash, good or bad. Mm-hmm. And what I've had to realize is these people don't know me. They know no, really nothing about me because it, this was one experiment that went terribly wrong. Yeah. And, you know, they saw my reaction to that. And then, you know, I, I just, I know that I would never comment on anyone's 
like if I don't like them or if I like them, I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, you're the worst. Weird. It's weird. That, you know? And so it's just, they don't know me. They I'm the comment police. I go through (laughs) and I report mean comments. I really do y'all. It makes me like, I will report a mean comment on Britney Spears who has a hundred million followers, but I just don't understand because you are a real person who did something very vulnerable and it didn't work out. And who's to say, like, who are these people to say anything about you other than positive things? Cause they don't know you. Yeah. Right. So you, before speaking of Instagram, you actually put up a poll and you asked some of your followers, you know, what, what they wanted to hear on the podcast. Before we get into those questions, I just want to ask what is dating like now post-show? Are you dating? Yeah. Uh, are, are you dating? I mean, okay. Like I said, I'm not very good on like the one-on-one date scenario. Like I'm f- like, I'm fine when I get there, but I amp myself up so much before I'm just like, yeah. oh, oh my God, oh my God, one-on-one, <laughs> you know? So, but, but once the show was done, I was like, whatever. I was like, I don't care. I've been through so much. I can like dating who I can do this, you know? Yeah. So I got back on the apps and you are single, ready to mingle, yes. kind of, you know, putting yourself out there. Okay. Well, you, you kind of already addressed what I was going to ask you. Um, but you're off limits on telling people on dates, at least the first date that you were married at first sight. Yeah. I mean, it depends on like, I guess every date will be different just because yeah. it just depends on how comfortable I feel with them. Yeah. But it, I feel when I bring it up, even with strangers, like when it comes up in conversation, like one of two things happen, it's like, oh my God, what, mm-hmm. what? why did you do that? Why did you do that? Just constant, like, are you sure? Just like shock. Like, are you sure? Or it just takes complete control of the rest of the time that we're together. And that's all they want to talk about. And I'm like, Mm. okay, maybe, you know, it's just a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. One of those under the table, like I was married at first sight, like while you cough and they're like, what? You're like, Oh, nothing. So you like already got out of the way. You, you technically said it. Yeah. Well, and or the other thing that happens is they don't want to talk to me anymore because they think I want to get married tomorrow. And I'm like, no, that's not because it's like, oh, I got it. I went on married at first sight. Obviously, I want to be married. Oh man, trying to like fast track. No. Right, that's right. I yeah, promise. I say give it a couple of dates, and then if it's going somewhere, then you can Drop share it. it. Right. Yeah. All right. So let's touch on a few that your followers submitted into your question box, and some of the ones that popped up popped up were, <laughs> do you regret married at first sight? And would you do it again? Um, I don't regret it. I do. I got a lot of really good close friendships out of it. I feel like I learned a lot about myself. Um, you know, really more just what I know that I can't sacrifice in a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, a lot of like introspective stuff, just how to communicate more clearly and, and, knowing my limits on when I need to, to actually process something. Um, so yeah, I I wouldn't say that I regret it, but I would absolutely not do it again. (laughs) There is not enough money in this world to have me do that again. Hopefully I feel like some of the questions that we already had laid out today got addressed. I always love to have you come back, but this was fun. I love this. Well, guys, if you haven't watched the season yet, check out Married at First Sight on Lifetime. And thank you for listening. Come hang out next Thursday for your weekly Pumpin' Up.